Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. It's been way too long, people. What? Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Short News Podcast. My name is Alex Mador. I am currently recording on my phone from my car because I still have yet to set up the studio, but I thought, you know what? iPhones, they're $1,000 devices. They have a pretty good microphone. You can do a lot of shit from this. So here we are once again. I'm falling to pieces. Can't deny it. Can't pretend. I thought she was the one. Um, so, it's been a while, it's been many months, it's been maybe even almost a year since we've done a full episode of this show, but boy, I've been itching to come back and talk about some current events, talk about some things that are going on in the world, update you on my life, let's get some housekeeping out of the way, um... So as you guys know, as I updated in the last weird short episode that we had, um, I a lot of big life changes have been happening. This is a huge transitional period for me in my life, whether it be career-wise or relationship or family-wise. Um, I, I was with somebody for seven years. We were engaged for many years. We were supposed to get married before the, the pandy-wandy hit. That set everything off course. Then she uh, you know, went off abroad to uh tunisia for a doctorate program related thing and uh you know uh fucked fucked somebody else while there and then i had to move back in with my dad at age 26 how great is that (laughs) oh why am i laughing that's really fucking pathetic um so that's what's going on in my life. That's how things have been. I'm currently doing a lot of creative shit on the side of my real job. Um, unfortunately, I have a real job now. Um, but it's something I like. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Uh, and I can still do this on the side. I'm finding the time, getting some structure in my life. Now that I have a little bit of a schedule going, I can get back into the things I like doing, like talking to you guys, and boy, oh boy, have I missed you all so freaking much, wow, um, I, uh, I don't know what this podcast is gonna be in the next coming months, but I do know that I have missed so many things, whether it be updates on Russia and Ukraine. I think that was the last thing that we ever talked about, and it was at the very beginning of it, um, which is messed up because a a lot has happened there. It seems like Vladimir Putin is just uh, throwing more people at his little mission of taking over something that doesn't actually belong to him. Um... And I feel I feel bad for Ukraine, of course. They didn't ask for this at all. I also feel bad for the uh, Russian soldiers that are being forced into a war that they did not ask to be put into. A lot of people in that situation, they didn't think they were going to be deployed to invade a country 
fucking blitzkrieg style, but there they are, and they don't have a lot of resources, they don't have a lot of help, and even the Ukrainians over there are like, hey, come join our side, and we'll give you the basic necessities that you are currently being deprived of by your boss. Fuck him. Fuck that naked mole rat piece of shit Putin. Why do I feel like he's only like five foot five? And and I'm five seven, but listen, that dude is a short piece of shit. Okay? You miss me talking shit? I missed me talking shit. Um it's gonna like I said last episode, it's gonna be a little different. Yeah, we're gonna make fun of some Republicans every now and then because they say ridiculous things. Ted Cruz is still gonna be an easy fucking target, but I also want to try to appeal to the people who have conservative beliefs and maybe have them, uh, you know, reflect and rethink a couple of things by maybe putting these social or sociopolitical issues uh, into a perspective that they can vibe with, which is easier said than done. I've gotten a lot of backlash from saying things like that on TikTok, people saying you can't do that you have to alienate them uh they they've lost their they've lost their way they're they're too far gone uh we just need to block them out from society and as somebody who um was blocked out from society for majority of their upbringing that just makes somebody want to uh lash out more and speak out more and be known and heard more. That's doing the exact opposite effect of what you want to have. That's only going to motivate those people to fucking irrationally hate your ass more. Okay? Let's just get that out of the way. Um, I'm not saying be nice to people with uh, bigoted beliefs. But I'm saying, hey, if you're going to be debating somebody like that, try to appeal to their weird-ass values even though you may not agree with them. There's a way. There's a way. Um, Like, what I've been telling the conservatives in my family, I'm like, listen, Joe Biden, he's a fucking piece of shit. I, I wish he would just stop. Like, honestly, whatever that means, I wish he would just stop. Just go away. However that happens. And he, yeah, I voted for him, and I'm sorry, and I apologize And I apologize to the people who listen to this show when I was full on just, you guys need to vote for this guy for the sake of the, for the fate of the country. Like, that was stupid. That was stupid. I take complete full responsibility for sounding like a mindless pawn and not thinking independently and critically about the fact that both of those candidates were complete, absolute shit and essentially carbon copies of one another other than the fact that one pretends to care about people and the other just doesn't care and is all about themselves, but, like, openly. They're both all about themselves and their own reputations, but, you know, Donald Trump, he's at least honest about his selfishness. Joe Biden, I'm gonna, I gotta, student loans, I'll take care of those. Student loans, I got you. And then, Six months later, he gets elected or he's he's in office or two years into his fucking presidency. He's like, what? Oh, no, you're asking for too much. Get over it. Get over it, Jack. Like, shut your fucking mouth, you old piece of shit. People depended on you. You fleeced us. You dirty, old, 
geriatric fart. Fuck Joe Biden, honestly. And I'm saying this as a left-winger, as a radical leftist, and the radical left, they, they don't even like Joe Biden. They don't even like Joe Biden. He's not gay enough. He's not sucking dick. He's not eating ass. So they don't fuck with him. Fuck Joe Biden. I tell you what, I'm with them. Let's go, Brandon. I like that Brandon guy. He's he's a good guy. I don't know who he is, but he sounds like he's got a lot good going on for him. I would suck his dick. What? What? I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I could rant for... Like, this is the first episode that I'm doing that does not have a pre-written script because I've talked to plenty of people online who were ashamed of me for scripting and keeping myself on some sort of regulated leash here in fear of, um, I don't know, cancellation. But it has come to my attention recently in the DMs that I am essentially uncancelable. I'm not saying, oh, look, if I, if I shot somebody on Fifth Avenue or if I grabbed somebody in the balls at work or something, then I wouldn't be in trouble. But when I say erratic shit, when I say insightful, hateful shit, whether it be towards Joe Biden or whether I'm joking about Kanye West or just edgy, dark fucking shit, um, it's actually pretty accepted and expected of me. And I'm starting to think that the only reason people get canceled is because they pretend that they don't say ridiculous shit in their everyday lives and people get surprised when they say something that is a little bit erratic or out of line or edgy and then they are, you know, their careers take a little bit of a tumble. I think that those people need to just own it and say, hey, fuck you. I said what I said. If you don't like it, suck my dick. As long as you're not being, you know, hateful or bigoted or rapey. Um, which, yeah, exactly. Like the number of times I've called my ex a whore in different ways on Twitter or on TikTok. And people are just like, yeah, yeah, fuck her. Yeah, this is funny. Or the DMs I get where it's like, I don't know how you haven't been canceled yet. And I'm like, the secret is just have people expect you to be a manic piece of shit at all times. Really. They can expect nothing more, nothing less. You don't get in trouble because they're like, oh, that's just who he is. Um, but yeah, fuck Joe Biden. And I'm saying this as somebody who voted for him in 2020. I won't be in 2024 that motherfucker keeps teasing people in uh interviews like they're like oh joe are you gonna run again he's like uh what 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 oh oh am i gonna run my knees are pretty bad they're like no are you gonna run for fucking president you piece of shit he's like oh don't tempt me on that don't tempt me on that yeah i might i might and i'm screaming at my tv like no don't I fucking hate him so much. I really do. Every time he comes on TV, I want to slap him upside his fucking head. And it, can I say that? Is that okay to say? I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. Secret Service, if you show up to my house because of this, that's some shitty-ass bullshit. I'm sure you've wanted to slap that man in the fucking head when you, like, 
serve him dinner and he doesn't remember how to fucking eat (laughs) because he's retarded. (laughs) I can say that now. It's a podcast. Did you know that? You can say retarded on a podcast, especially about Joe Biden, because everybody on both sides is in agreement that that man doesn't know where the fuck he is. That's what I love. That's why, like, I kind of enjoy talking to Republicans sometimes is because we can get on equal ground about how shitty Joe Biden is and just how do-nothing he is. And, oh, man, something I've wanted to talk about is the war on wokeness. Because living with my dad, I see him watch a lot of Fox News and regurgitate a lot of the things that they say. And there's a lot of ass-backwards things about Fox News complaining about, you know, woke moralists. And uh, just just the, the term wokeness has been hijacked by so many people, so many entities, corporations, political parties, um, and, and perverted into something that it, it should not be. The first time I heard Stay Woke was in Redbone by Childish Gambino. He says, Stay Woke, they be creeping. Except it's not they be. It's a word that I can't say and I won't say um, because I actually don't have the rights to say that word. Um, but, yeah, stay woke. And it, it took off from there. And I guess it really, it, it just means be, be aware of the people around you and of other people's feelings and of how the shit that you do, like, affects others. And that, that's at least my, my belief of what the definition of wokeness is. How you doing? It's me again, Tony Salome from the show Rigatoni Brothers coming at you with my business blockbuster video. I purchased this blockbuster video franchise from my Uncle Jimmy for a used color supreme and a meatball sandwich. Is it legal? I don't know. But who's telling? I hope you're not telling. Here at Blockbuster Video, we got your classics like Happy Gilmore, Click, Jack and Jill, and The Benchwarmers, which was also produced by Adam Sandler. You can rent all your favorite Adam Sandler classics for three days, but you better return that shit, otherwise my buddy Patricio is gonna be coming for a visit. You may not have a VCR, but you can still, like, rent the tape, and then Donatello will ring you up and give you a Russian link to a free version of the movie. So come on down to Blockbuster Video and show my mother purchasing this outdated video store wasn't a bad idea. Blockbuster Video, across the street from Armado Ice. So come on down, you fat piece of shit. Are we done here? Oh, okay. Oh, it's recording? Oh shit, well how do you stop it? Oh, you can't? Uh Uh-oh. Alright, we're back from that commercial break. It is almost 24 hours later. I had to do some work-related things. Anyways, we were talking about wokeness, right? Um, And how the concept of wokeness, which I previously defined as um, having empathy for others has been hijacked by major corporations, political parties, entities such as those um, for their own personal platforms and to advance the things that they need to get done. Um, 
I'm not in the party of people who is mad that the green M&M is no longer fuckable. Not that she ever really was. Um, but I do also understand the fact that these corporations make a half-assed, inauthentic effort in order to um, pander to certain demographics. And even those people that they're trying to pander to, like, they either aren't affected or aren't impacted by those advertisements, or they are disgusted by them because they're stupid and don't make sense and are clearly half-assed. Um, now, the, the, the problem there is that when you have these corporations and people that are perverting the concept of wokeness, that gives people like Tucker Carlson and the people who watch his shows uh, ammunition to complain about the entire idea of wokeness without actually understanding the concept itself. Um, and of course, like I said, I do get annoyed by these corporations. I do get annoyed by the political parties that do this. Look at the Democrats. They act like they care. They act like they uh, advocate for people who are uh, of certain demographics that have been marginalized historically. And then they go and do the opposite thing that would help those people. And then say, get over it, vote harder. And it's like, you're, you're just a fucking liar is what you are. You're full of shit. And I cannot, for the life of me, stop feeling pissed off about that. So when I talk about agreeing with uh, Republicans, yeah, to an extent, I agree that the, the, the commercials and shit that come out now are cringe, ridiculous, and, and, uh, and, and stupid. But um, I also think that shouldn't discount the idea that we should be nice to one another. Uh, shouldn't be nice to corporations. Those aren't people. Don't treat them like people the way the government does. Um, they have more rights than you and me, which is ass backwards. Um, so fuck them. Now, how do we solve this problem? How do we make everybody happy? Do I have a fully thought out solution to that? No. I'm 26. I don't have a political degree. I, I've been very open about how stupid I actually am. All that I have is that I'm an angry millennial, and I feel like there's a lot of people that agree with my frustrations, um, who are also my age. I look at the analytics, I see you guys. Most of you guys are, are uh, you know, with, like either, what, like 23 to, to 35 and dudes. So you get it. You get it. And thank you. Um, we just have to, we have to shit on these big companies as much as we can. And we have to bully our politicians as much as possible too. Which you might be afraid to do. I woke up this morning and my Twitter account was locked because of some, uh, a false DMCA. Somebody took down my account accusing me of uh, copyright infringement when I don't even know how you could possibly do that on Twitter. I got it unlocked. I disputed it. It's bullshit, but 
it's um, it's fucked up that you criticize somebody prominent and then they can swarm people on your account and false report you for bullshit. I hate that. And, uh, geez, dude, Twitter has changed so much since the last time that I was here, since the last time that I did this show. Um, Elon Musk now owns it. Uh, he is uh, suffering a lot of financial losses. Not that it actually matters in the long run for that man because he still has hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, he'll be well off, and it's not like he plans on passing any of that wealth down generally, generationally to his kids, especially not the ones in the LGBTQ community, considering how much he hates anybody who's different. <laughs> uh but listen, the Twitter, we can talk about that a little bit. Maybe that goes a little hand in hand with wokeness. He bought that company because he thought that things were going in a uh, very left-winged uh, censorship direction, which you could argue that there are people on Twitter that try to do that job and uh, uh, try to act like the uh, the whipping post, the public whipping post, where everyone comes and watches uh, whoever's getting shat on for saying something stupid. Um, eh, doesn't really feel like that anymore. I will say him buying Twitter has changed the energy on there a lot. I still don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I am seeing a lot more tweets that I feel like are relevant to what I like to see uh, just because they probably they fixed the, the algorithm which I'm happy about. All right, thank you, Elon, I guess. Um, can I call Joe Biden retarded on Twitter now? I don't know. Might have been why I got DMCA'd. We'll see. And a lot of this anti-left-wing hysteria that we see people like Tucker talking about, uh, a lot of it comes from misunderstandings or exaggerations or paranoia and outrage, uh, for example, Tucker being on his show, like, why are they putting litter boxes in the bathrooms at the schools? Is my kid going to start identifying as a stray cat? Can I put him out on the streets like the wild animal that he has become? I hope so. I hope I don't get arrested for that. I gotta work on my Tucker. It kind of sounds like a Jordan Peterson a little bit, um, which that dude is, uh, he's, he's had quite the arc since last time I recorded a full episode. Um, he got, uh, taken down from Twitter for a while because he said some vile shit about Elliot Page's transition. And my opinion on that, Jordan, that's none of your fucking business. What somebody does in their personal life, why does it matter? Why do you have to take them to the public town square for something gender identity related that has nothing to do with your life or your personal advancements in the world? You're going to be fine. If anything, Elliot Page is going to have a hard fucking time because of people like you. So leave him alone. Um, why is that such a big deal is my question. And I, I, I just... Transphobia is something that really rubs me the wrong way and i that sounds like an obvious statement like anybody who uh who has a brain 
and morals would say that because even if you don't understand it fully, even if you don't understand the concepts of gender fully, because not everybody took a modern contemporary gender studies class, okay, so we're, a lot of us are ignorant to those ideas, then just, just leave it alone. You clearly don't know enough about it to have a well-thought-out based opinion on it. Uh, especially the people that mix up sex and gender. You're talking about something biological versus identity here. Um, it's kind of ridiculous for you to um, form a, a an argument based on essentially nothing. So, yeah, while, while uh, I do like seeing Peterson tweet so I can make fun of him, it's kind of like, dude, just, just stop. Stop doing this shit. Forget it. Like, you're not making any friends here. I don't know if you guys have seen Jordan Peterson lately. He is quite active on social media once again. But the outfits that he has been seen wearing and he he spoke about them in an interview a little recently how he had some designer uh custom make these weird ass symbolic outfits for him where like it's like half sheep wool half another animal's wool and it's uh like blue and orange to represent heaven and hell and it's very flamboyant. I don't mean in like a gay way or something. I mean like in like a the the Joker type way. Like this man has become the middle-aged Canadian Joker. He's just, you know, waiting in the dean of his old college's bedroom. He's like, "Hi. I'm just a dog chasing cars. But those cars are Priuses." Driven by the woke moralists that I'm trying to fuck over. Why can't I fuck the green M&M anymore? Women are supposed to be sluts for me to fill. Slots for me to fill. That is what their entire existence is for. And then, and then we have the rise and fall of Andrew Tate. I missed that entire fucking thing. Of course, I, I was, if you know me from TikTok, I talked about him a lot, got a lot of shit, got a lot of death threats for it. Um, it's funny, he, uh, people who love him so much say that he, he promotes uh, being the best man you can be. Meanwhile, the people that are standing up for him are the most petty, toxic people. Uh, so good job, Andrew. I hope you're doing well in custody in your fucking jail cell where you can't shave your head every couple of days so now people can see that you're actually balding and not choosing to shave your head like you claimed. Good job on that. Uh, just own it, dude. People lose their hair. It happens. You can make it look good. Look at Tony Soprano, huh? It is funny how Andrew Tate did date Jordan Peterson's daughter for a while. I'm trying to figure out how that started. Jordan was probably like, Andrew, I like your philosophies. And if you would like to date my daughter, I expect a dowry 
of $50,000. You can buy my daughter from me. Do whatever you want to her. I don't care. She's a woman, so whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. But not from the people I expect. Oh, man. What a, uh... What a life those people lead, right? The 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 misogynists of the internet are quite prominent. Because you got a lot of guys online that they got screwed over by one girl. And now they hate every woman. <laughs> and they need a reason to feel better about themselves. And these, these two gentlemen, they do a good job at telling people like that who are clearly hurt and don't know how to deal with it, um, what they want to hear or what they think they want to hear, what will make them feel better in the moment. Um, Got to do something about that because, uh, man, like that, that's, that's just perpetuating more relationship problems, creating more toxic relationships. If dudes go into dating, like thinking, with those fucked up expectations and they're not going to, their relationship that they're seeking out is not going to have the longevity that it could have. Um, and, and that's just because women don't want to be talked down to. They don't want to be treated the way that Tate claims that they should be treated. And I had friends in college who pre-Tate were living by those certain philosophies where they truly believed that being mean to women was the way to their hearts was the way to get them in your bed. And maybe, like, for the moment, if you're having a one-night stand seeking out somebody who has psychological issues and then you're taking advantage of that by playing into their personal traumas and triggering certain things within them, um, I'm not a psychologist, but I do understand that people who have been traumatized by certain things tend to um, be aroused by or seek out uh, similar traumatic events to what they experienced as a way to regain control of their lives or agency in some sort of way and redo it. That's not everybody, but that is some people. I'm just thinking now about how last night uh, I was at a bar for a couple hours uh, all Republicans, like investors and uh, super PAC people, were just chilling there on a Wednesday night. And we had a, it was like me and my brother, who we were both, you know, younger generations who believe in more left wing ideals. And these guys are more on the conservative side. But we were uh, we were meeting in the middle a lot in that conversation regarding hypocrisies on both sides um, about liars, um, talking about the guy who made a car that runs on water who mysteriously died uh, after talking about it because you know oil companies don't want to lose their profits. Uh, I mentioned the. Clinton body count, they had no idea about that. I explained that to them, and they were like, oh, what? Wow. Opened my eyes to something. Like, yeah, listen, nobody likes Hillary Clinton. I said that. I was like, nobody, even people on my side, 
do not like Hillary Clinton. They don't like Joe Biden. They don't even like Obama anymore because he bombed Doctors Without Borders by accident. Whoops. Killed our own guys who were, you know, doing charity work. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Fucking loves those drones, I'll tell you what. And the whole idea about the Clinton body count is that they'll mark anybody that gets in the way of their image, their images, when both Hillary and Bill have been up to some fucky, fucky, fucked up shit <laughs> uh, historically and are not well liked. And yeah, there's like 50 people or so who have been mysteriously suicided who are connected to them in some way, shape or form. And uh, we could talk about that at some point. I have work in like 10 minutes, so I'm going to have to go soon. But, um, you know, that goes into the idea of the people running this country only caring about either their, their reputations, their wallets, or the corporations that fill their wallets. And that's not only a damn shame. But it's infuriating. It should be infuriating to everybody, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, or in between, or whatever. That that should piss you off. Because whoever you are, we're all getting screwed over together by these people. They make laws, they make policies, they write bills. The the news talks about the the main point of the bill, but there's like 50 other subcategories to that bill that they neglect to mention that are stripping away certain rights of yours or making it easy for, easier for you to be sent to jail for fucked up shit like streaming a movie illegally or something. Like, are you kidding me? That's what your priority is? How about you, you make it so people can afford to go do shit like see a movie? Not that a movie is really anybody's priority right now. It's not like that many people I know are able to partake in luxuries like that right now especially with inflation which what the hell are they doing about that right now nothing wait and see arizona iced tea is going to go from 99 cents to 199 what are we going to do then then everything collapses then everything falls apart my coworker was talking about how in i am legend uh will smith goes to the gas station after the world ends and gas is at six dollars a gallon and we were joking like that's that was that was us earlier in the year last year <laughs> gas legit was like six dollars a gallon at some places <laughs> it's fucking dystopian and joe biden all he could say was you guys are gonna have to deal with this for a while bitch that's not why i voted for you it was for you to sit there with your thumb up your ass and drool while the rest of us spend away all of our hard-earned cash and also pay our taxes on top of that which what are you guys doing with the that tax money other than r&d for the military like we don't have enough of that shit already just buy one less fighter jet and put that money towards putting those people in 10 cities and fucking homes you assholes they they like i just picture gavin newsom in in california like walking over the people in the tent cities and being like, ew, you guys are gross. And they're like, you're the guy who can do something about this, but you don't give a fuck about us. They're all just lying, greedy hypocrites 
Nancy Pelosi during during the lockdowns, um, advocating for people to stay the fuck inside and close their businesses. Meanwhile, she forced her hairdresser to open up business during lockdowns just so she could get her stupid fucking hair done. Nancy Pelosi is somebody we have to talk about at some point with her, all of her stock trades and taking advantage of her position and... <sighs> so annoying. But I'm going to leave you on this. Um, bully your politicians. Give them a hard time. Call them out on their hypo- hypocrisies. That's the only thing we can do right now. They tell you to vote, but... Since I've been a voting age, truly, what has what effect has that had that's positive for all of us? None. Clearly none. So, so bully the fuck out of these guys, especially Joe Biden. Um, because they're not doing anything to help you or me. Democrat, Republican, whoever you are. Um, so I'm going to leave you on that. I got to go to my real job. Uh... I'm going to try to do this more, and I'll hopefully have the studio set up afterwards. Um, So this has been the Short News Podcast. I'm Alex Mador. Have a great day. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you guys soon. Peace.